welcome back to the Discovering Forestry podcast, and Happy New Year. Uh-oh, hold on, listen. You can tell what this is. Oh, did you hear it? It didn't make the old-fashioned cork pop sound. <laughs> Popping oh, was... poppin bottles. Yeah, that was supposed to be my New Year's bottle top pop, and very uneventful, but all right, let's let her rip, Corey. <laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome back. Welcome to a new year. My name is Corey Lofi. I'm one of your hosts, hanging out with Arborjet Joe Aitken, who either just opened a bottle or popped a fart. Uh, either way, we're here. We're excited. 2022. Joe, how are you? Uh, you know, it's it's exciting. We think about this, and just so you know, it wasn't a fart. It was actually a bottle, South Boston Irish whiskey. I got a gift. Um, what we do is at the end of the year, a lot of the, uh, the outside staff, we do a little bottle exchange, which thank you, Corey, for uh, spearheading and making sure we continue with that tradition. I picked up from my uh, secret alcohol sponsor, <laughs> a bottle of South Boston Irish whiskey. So it must be just the type of whiskey it is. It just kind of didn't have much of a fizzle with the cork. Uh, you'll feel the fizzle later. It's pretty delicious. Yeah. It's pretty delicious. So, um, yeah, welcome. Uh, Merry Christmas. I know we uh, we recorded about Christmas trees that launched right around Christmas. But uh, when our listeners get this one, it's going to be 2022, Court. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother. Uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, this year. Um, now, we've said it in other uh, podcasts that it's kind of we look forward to this. I look forward to this, this uh, dialogue. Um, when we record <coughs> uh, for the drop, uh, it's always fun. It's entertaining. It's fun. Um, and I, we know, I think we get a lot out of his education for each other too. So I hope our listeners get the same thing. Yeah. I couldn't be happier to be with you again. Couldn't be happier that we have such a loyal crowd and fan base that, that tunes in every week or at least on occasion. But it's good. I, we have a lot of new topics we want to get into, a lot of new new folks that we're going to talk to in the new year. So, Joe, let's let's kick this thing off. All right, let's start it with, you know what, I was thinking about this today um, with the new year. Corey, do you do New Year's resolutions? <laughs> and if you do, and uh, I think we got to ask Karen, uh, you know, this is a, a kind of not a tree topic, it's a life topic. We should find out if Kara does too. Um, Corey, what did, I know in the past I've tried, um, you know, I'm going to work out more. Or I'm going to not drink more. Or I'm going to work harder. I'm going to, yeah, you know what? I, I just stopped doing it. Well, you, you may, you may find this hard to believe Joe, but I'm really big on setting goals and setting what I like to call or what we like to call smart goals. So goals that are specific, measurable, something you can attain, it's realistic, and it's set by a time limit. So in that sense, yeah, I, I do typically set a handful of smart New Year's resolution goals for the new year. But um, I'm curious, Kara, what about you? Do you set New Year's goals? I do set some. Uh, some are realistic and some may, they're not. Yeah. I try to stick to them this year. It's to be more present okay. and be more committed to my at-home workouts. Nice. 
Any, anything? And for- I think I think it's a, that those are tough ones. Guys. I'm doing dry January again, and I know Corey, you have done that as well, and that's tough. That, that, can, you know, that can be tough. I did dry November, but not by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will not be a dry January. No, but <laughs> Corey, I like the fact that maybe by by setting it as a different vocabulary, setting goals versus a New Year's resolution. Because to be successful in life, there needs to be a goal. You can't be complacent. So finding something that, you know, and I want it to be achievable. The worst thing you could do is set unrealistic goals and set yourself up for failure because then you don't want to do it anymore. But setting realistic goals, like by the first quarter to reach X amount of people or um, drop 10 pounds, they got to be realistic. And I like to I, I like the way that you said it was setting goals versus a New Year's resolution. Maybe it seems simple, but that might be the key to sticking with them. Well, and goals, goals, and setting goals and setting New Year's resolutions. I, I forget what famous baseball player it was, but he used to say, "If you don't know where you're going in life, any any road you take will get you there." And that's so true because there, there are some who can either kind of wander or walk through our careers and they, they can go kind of whatever direction the wind blows. But then there are some who are more determined. They, they might say, hey, my New Year's resolution or my next goal in my career is I no longer want to be feeding the chipper. I want to be that individual who's climbing the trees or I want to be in sales or whatever that looks like, Joe. No, well said, uh, especially in this the green industry, there's. There's always, you know, and, and I, I guess that there's guys that are lifelong ground guys that are phenomenal at it. And we all know that a climber is only as good as his crew. So that's it. But, but setting something, setting yes. an idea of what you want to accomplish for this season is important. Yeah. So a great, a great couple goals that I, I know you, you and I have had, or we currently have but some of the listeners can, can feel free to adopt if that's something you want to do. But maybe this is the year that you become an ISA certified arborist or a pesticide applicator, or maybe this is the year that you get into sales. Now, I would kind of approach things a little bit differently since this is year seven or eight of actually being in, in that kind of a role is I just take a step back and I say, all right, well, 20% growth. And that's what a lot of employers expect out of their sales staff is they'll say, hey, 20% growth, get there. But I also think that there's more professional growth and there are professional goals that people in our industry can have. So I, I would be curious, Joe, if you had anything to add to that list. Um, I think in my, uh, in, a, in a sales position, and a lot of the our listeners that know us know that we're not technically a sales position, even though that we use sales as an indicator of our territory. Right. And we're more of a tech, a hybrid tech sales manager where I would say 95% of our time is education. So with that, you know, one of my, one of my personal uh, goals uh, for the new years is use the CRM uh, and be harder and be more diligent. Um, And it's hard for me to using the tools that are available to be successful. Um, you made a comment back about setting goals is having something that's measurable. How do you measure some of these things? You know, how do you, 
how do you set a goal and how do you measure it? So I think more than setting the goal is finding a way that you can track it and measure it to see if you achieve it. Does that make sense? It, it totally does. It, it totally does. I mean, one of, one of my goals for the new year, it's kind of a continued goal of what we've been doing the last couple, but it's, I want to read two books per month. So it's very specific. Read two books. You can measure it uh, on one hand for most people. Uh, is it attainable? Absolutely. There are some months where I'll read four or five. Is it realistic? Yes. Is it time bound? Yes. Within that 30 day period. So we would encourage that our listeners and, and folks who are out there making goals and resolutions for themselves, that they kind of approach it the same way. Yeah. Fantastic. And I think the measuring, making it achievable, um, doesn't get you depressed halfway through. Um, maybe it's, um, uh, you know, it's a quarter goal, your first quarter goal or by the half of the year, I want to have this, or can I say I achieved 20% by the end of the year? Um, but yeah, making it measurable, um, making it achievable. You know, I mean, I'm not, don't set it so low that if you roll over in the bed and, you know, check the alarm clock, you hit your goal. Um, but well. angle that carrot out there, test yourself, get yourself out there. Um, and one of the things I need to learn is to get more out of my comfort zone, which is hard to believe that even Arbor Judge Joe has um, um, situations where I'm not as comfortable as I should be. So I'm going to work on that, I think, this year. Well, and before we were, we were during our, uh, our diligent and thorough um, pre-show meeting, uh, we, were, we were talking about kind of some mantras or some mottos to live by this year. And Joe, to your, to your end, what you just said there, it's deep. And I, I, think, I think here, 2022, maybe this is the year that we focus on our health whether it be physical or our mental health. And like you said, is you want to get out of your comfort zone more. One of, one of my mantras or, or goals for this year is I don't want to be perfect, just present. Very similar to what producer Kara was saying. But it's not that I want to show up to every meeting knowing the answer to every pest or every chemistry or compound or label. I want to be there and be present so that I can enjoy being with people in the industry. But also, uh, Joe, what gets us out of bed is that we can help people. Our, our whole job, our whole goal, anything we want to do is to help people. And if we're so focused on just having the right intel and showing up and looking macho or looking like you know everything. Make the sale. Got to make the sale if he needs it or not. Just sell it to him. That's yeah. it. That's it. So just be, just be present. What is the issue and how can we help? You know, it's, you know, that's a great, it's a, it's a great sales tool, not just, you know, it's a, it should be an everyday occurrence, which is amazing. In the last day, I had two customers that I've been working on. They want to get into plant healthcare. They're not even, they're not even licensed to do it yet. And they want to buy a quick jet air. And I was kind of like, for what? Yeah. The company's not even licensed. Technically you can't even use it. Mm -hmm. So I, I got them in the right direction. And they plan on taking the, their, their goal, their, their goal for the season is to be licensed and certified by spring. But because they have to spend money now, they want to buy the equipment. So I'm like, that's perfect. Now we'll work on getting you licensed and certified so you can do it by the time the trees need it. So making them have a realistic goal was, it made me feel good. 
Well, that, that's great, especially for the winter months. I mean, we keep talking about kind of Q1, Q2. So the first, the first two quarters of the first half of the year, basically from, from now until uh, 4th of July. Wow. Think about it like that. But there, there's a lot that I think people in our industry can do and need to be doing. So um, trade shows. Look, yeah, I mean, let's, first quarter. Let's talk about first quarter. Yes. So now, what's it? Monday's the third? Yeah. So Monday's the third. January's here. Uh, first quarter's right there. What, 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 um, when you think, when I think about the first quarter, I think you mentioned trade shows. I think about trade shows. We're gone. But that first quarter sets us up for success. So you really have to go back to what you were saying about goals and getting out of your comfort zone and being present is so key in that first quarter for us. So let's, let's dive into first quarter goals and expectations. Maybe talk a little bit about trade shows and some of the things that are happening with some of these trade shows already. Yeah. So we're, we're seeing trade show attendance. It's, you know, I, I wonder if we will get back to 2018, 2019 numbers, you know, with, with, um, with the virus that's going around. I've actually seen a couple that have uh, canceled already for next month, uh, for this month and for next month, and they're gone virtual. But, um, you know, Joe, we live in our own world where a lot of, a lot of companies, a lot of folks, they'll only get to trade shows and educational events and seminars if their schedule allows it. Because a lot of these, a lot of tree services, they book either what we would call dormant pruning work or they'll do commercial contracts, or maybe they even plow uh, ram snowbanks. Yeah. So they have an income for, as an owner, an income to maintain, <coughs> maintain employees, keep them going through the winter. There's a lot of companies that haven't gathered that uh, revenue stream yet. You know, and another one, I just, I had this year, because uh, some of you guys that may know, I, I got COVID this year. And it hit me a little stronger than most. And I spent some time in the hospital trying to get my breathing back. I don't think I was ever in a dire uh, sense mind frame where I was going to get ready to call everybody and say goodbye or nothing like that. But it was very nerve, nerve wracking. So, um, you know, leaving your first quarter, winter, we talk about COVID. We'll, 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 I want to dig into a little bit more about COVID after we talk about the first quarter. But um, it's a real thing and it plays heavy on a lot of people's minds. Now, first quarter for your, the contractors, for the people that we, our listeners, are designed for education and CEUs. Now, I give the industry a lot of credit for trying to put the stuff online, but I'll tell you right now, it's not like going to a show. No. It's, it goes back to setting a goal to log on to one educational seminar per week and you got to force yourself to do it to get your ceus because we don't have the opportunity like now tci we found out where the a went we went through all that with amy but um tci um you could have got 30 c 30 ceus in one show and had it done for your certified arborist test or uh there were some other certifications but first quarter uh end users we call them or our listeners or contractors, that's what they use it for. Now, if these trade shows go back virtual again, what, how are they gonna, you know, it's, a, it's 
two going on three years of no opportunity regionally for CEUs. Well, and that that's a good that's a good point, Joe. And you and I are both hands-on, and I, I would wager that many of our listeners are the same way, where we're hands-on. We've got to see it, we've got to touch it. We like the presenter being candid in front of the room, or maybe we're the presenters in the front of the room. And I, I would wager our, our listeners are a big part of that, but something that we're starting to see right now is shift in just kind of out of necessity, but I think a lot of people are also professionalizing it, is they're coming to platforms like this for education. You might not be getting your, your CEUs towards your certification, but you're, you're educating yourself by coming to a show like this. That's true. Um, not everything has to be based on a CEU, even though it seems like it sometimes, you know, that's the dangling carrot to get a guy to attend your, your webinar is, you know, hey, here's five CEUs. And then they're like, oh, yeah. And then they, but um, yeah, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about the wave of, you know, COVID and the uncertainty. Um, one of my big events I love going to is um, ISA Ontario. And, you know, they're having an increase and, and they, they decided uh, last week that they're going to go virtual. And you can't do anything but commend them for trying to do what they need and feel the safest thing to do for their, um, uh, for their membership. But it's still hard to, to, um, to make the contact, to make the, you know, to make the, the presentation on new equipment, to show what's going on virtually. I don't know about you, but this industry is a hands-on industry. Exactly. So we, we had a comment about um, one of our, our new tools that we acquired, the supersonic air knife. You just can't talk about it. You, you know, for someone to understand what it's all about. So how do you get out there? How do you trade shows where we get to, this is where we do it, brother. Well, <laughs> using the, the air knife for some of those uh, pneumatic air power tools is rather difficult where I imagine where you live in, in Michigan this, this time of year, but uh, yeah, you, you got to believe it's going to get better, but you also have to embrace where we are and say, okay, these are the rules we're playing by. All right. I'm going to be a champion of it. My company is going to go to the top as a climber. Maybe you're going to learn a couple new knots or network with other climbers and, and, and just hopefully do your job a little bit better, a little bit safer. See, that's why I love talking to you, Corey, because you always turn it to a positive. Ah. I, you know what? I could be a little more, um, I'm, a, I'm getting cynical as, you know, I reached the mid to late 50s and been in the industry. It's a, it's a yin and a yang. It's a push and a pull. And you fight against something you've seen for so long that you, you become more cynical about it. But the 20-year difference in us is, is such a breath of fresh air that, I can get, because I have such respect for you, I can get a positive turnaround turn on a comment that I might say and see a difference. So thank you. And I, I try, try not to cry, but yeah. uh, no, I just want to say thank you for your, your positive um, explanation and spin. You're right. You have to take it. This is the way it's going to be. Even for our listeners, this is the cards we got. Make the best of it. Smile. Log on to a webinar. Do what you got to do. It's, it's what it is. 
Well, and what, what I love most about Q1, quarter one, so January, February, March, and the whole, the whole industry kind of pivoting to an online platform, I ski a lot. We, we love it. We move to the mountains. We live in the mountains. We can ski. So it's really easy with technology nowadays to just yes, log, <laughs> log into one of those webinars or those platforms, go ski a couple runs. You got it going on your earbuds. Everything's Bluetooth anyways. There's cell reception almost everywhere you're in bounds. Yeah, yeah I, I just drove somewhere. I had to go to Cleveland um, last week. And you're right. I, I tuned our podcast in. Oh, boy. I got caught up. And it was, kind of, we, it was fun. Um, how do we do, Joe? Did you download and subscribe yet? Leave us a couple stars? I think I, think I have. I've been I'm probably under my aliases, too, because I was throwing a couple of tick marks on there. But, um, you know, we're still, you know, the podcast is, podcast, the podcast, you know, still going strong. And I think it is still a positive outlet for the green industry. Um, so yeah, we're going to keep going. We're going to stay positive and, um, first quarter is going to be tough. And, you know, not only is it, you know, the, the COVID in effects on everything and, you know, industries and local chapters having to uh, do what they do, what they think is best for their members and so on. I think we have to stay positive. Um, cause I think if you look at the statistics, there's, there's underlying issues with COVID other than just COVID, you know, and I think um, that one of the big topics, and um, I will uh, credit our executive producer for giving me, a, uh, giving us an eyesight on it, but the overall mental health of the industry. Oh, so important. Guys are stressed to, the, stressed to the max. So I'm not a psychologist, but I know that I'm grouchy. So, but is, is it the cynicals of too long in the industry or is it part of this? And how do we, how do, how do we address that? Is that our next, or do we search out for a guest that can talk on that to our listeners, just to let them know that one, they're not in it by themselves. Right. Um, we're all in this together and we're all feeling the same effects and everybody handles it different. Uh, I think maybe we look out for somebody maybe us three can put our heads together and maybe in the next two or three episodes we could talk about staying positive keeping your head in the game um, and looking for the bright side which you do a very well Corey. well let's put that out to our listeners as well we're always we've got a list kind of a running list of, of guests we want to have on but if the listeners know somebody or maybe they've heard somebody Perhaps they've been at a, a trade show or a seminar and they've, they've heard someone present to the industry. We would love to have them on and, and knowing the context that our producer, Joe and myself have, I mean, there's, there's no reason we can't. And um, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a good time as we reflect and we set goals for, for quarter one, that maybe that's one of their goals to improve mental health and the way they see things. I th- um, I think it's great. I, I know that there's there's always issues in life, and I know that there's tools out there that could help our listeners with dealing with them. So, if we could shed a light or even a a link to some organizations where they could talk to, I think that'd be phenomenal. And they can I, call us. You know, maybe yeah. we'll have an open mic night. I bet I, our listeners didn't know this was coming when they tuned in today. 
<laughs> oh, but you know what? This is the new, new year, new us. That's I think it shows that this isn't just a podcast. We really do care. Um, so, you know, even if it's just that they want to reach out to us, um, they can reach out to us via email or reach out to Kara. She'll get your uh, contact to me or Corey. And that's all we do all day is talk. So, uh, well, listen, we'll we do a lot of listening, Joe. That's the best speaker is a good listener. So, my man, damn, should we, should we um, hashtag that? Yeah, I don't even know how to do that. Maybe that's maybe that's something that I, you know, and actually that's interesting. I don't know how to do the Pinterest, poke it, tweet it, Insta chat. I, I don't do any of that. But maybe as as a challenge, maybe that's something that that we need to do. Maybe I need to I need to own that so that I can help other business owners learn how to do tweeting and chatting and all that. So yeah, good idea, um, John. That's another beautiful option because a lot of <coughs> A lot of these young guys are getting into the business. You know, uh, the last two guys that I, I've been working with that really want to get into plant healthcare came in from uh, a, a, a lateral industry and moving into, I, you know, what happens, and it's funny as we talked about this in the past, is guys start their own business when their side business gets bigger than their day job. The people know who you are, you do great work, and you can't get it done in a weekend anymore. Joe, I am so glad you took the direction that you just took with that because a lot of a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen, they look at an opportunity. There's a great a great book by I believe it's Brian Tracy. I just I just read uh, last month. But it's called Reinvent Reinvention. And Joe, it's just like you said. You get good at doing something on on the side, or maybe um, it's kind of a labor of love, or it's a hobby. And then all of a sudden that becomes your passion and that passion will soon become your source of income and not only financial, but, but also, uh, you know, kind of renewed mental income and, and in renewed mental uh, health. Wow. Joe, great. T- yeah, that's, that's great. You know, and these guys, um, and they didn't know that's okay. They know when it happens, man, you feel it, you know, it, we had a good talk uh, back in October with uh, our colleagues Emmett and Kevin. We kind of slightly breached on it, but it, it might have been hard to hear him because we were in the lobby um, at a hotel. And we, you know, Kara does the best to make it, but sometimes it's hard to get the message. But part of their message was Kevin's was the same thing. He was working for a company, he got to the point where he was doing more uh, side work, set a goal, you know, had a, maybe it was his new year's resolution to get out on his own. And he did it for four years before he came and worked for Arborjet. Now I had my own company and it was irritating as shit. I am not a businessman. I have a hard time with, and if you're going to get into business yourself, you better understand that the X's and O's behind the scenes, it's not about taking trees down anymore. And especially good, good golly. If you start getting employees, it's a, different animal and if you want to do it set the goals and go for it and not everybody succeeds but you know you tried you know you tried and you know you have the support of joe producer Kara, and myself so with that said everybody we really want to wish you the happiest of new years the best of success and health both physical and mental to you and your families in 2022 and beyond
So thank you. Oh my God, yes. And then I think uh, our executive producer has uh, a quick message for our listeners too. But uh, listeners, thank you so much for being part of our lives. Uh, we love hearing from you. So uh, keep the emails and the, the Instagram. We're on Instagram, aren't we? No, we're not. We're just we'll on. There. We'll get there. That's one of our goals. Yeah. That's one of our New Year's resolutions, our goals, because uh, we're out of here. Yep. Next, next step. But uh, Carrie, you want to say something real quick? Yes, I just wanted to say I wish everyone has safe and healthy 2022. And we're looking forward to growing. Mental. Yeah, and don't, what's it? don't forget to rate us on Spotify. Oh, yes, yes. Is there something new? Yes, yeah, so there are. there is rating now on Spotify. So we would appreciate. Um, that's how we know we're being successful. That's how we rate our success. So we would appreciate if you guys would go on, if you listen on Spotify to just give us a five-star review, five-star, you know, if you want to pop in a review, that'd be great too. But we appreciate anything that you do for us. Fantastic. Thank you, Karen. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, great topic today. Yes, and lots of good information. Yeah, probably one of our best yet. If you enjoyed the podcast or have topics you would like to discuss, please send them to discoveringforestry at gmail.com. And please hit the subscribe button and tell a friend. Thanks, guys, uh, for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Joe. And I'm Corey. Signing, Signing out. out.